Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I don't want to get bogged down in a big, long, intricate discussion about NATO or anything like that, but you'll know because the papers are full of it, there's a discussion ongoing at the moment about neutrality. And the government is having a forum on defence in UCC, and the president landed himself in a bit of hot water over the weekend by by criticising certain elements of what's going on at the moment. And then in the doll last week, Michal Martin and, was it Paul Murphy? Yes, Michal Martin and Paul Murphy laid into each other um, with Michal Martin using using terms. In fairness, he, I think he had to withdraw them afterwards. He, he accused the opposition of jackboot politics for daring to criticise this. The whole thing just got very salty and very colourful uh, over, over the weekend. I, I wonder how many people actually do care about the fact that we are militarily neutral in this country. There's another event going to happen, a, a sort of alternative forum organised by the Cork Neutrality League. And that's on tonight in the Imperial Hotel. Dominic, as I said, the whole thing got a bit salty in, in the last few days, but I, I kind of think in I would say most ordinary folk don't care. Morning. Good morning, PJ. I do think they care. Uh, Certainly when they're called upon to give their opinions for the polls, uh, a majority keeps saying that they want to retain neutrality. So at the very least, they're prepared to express that. I think actually uh, while we've been campaigning in the Cork Neutrality League over the past year, particularly on the streets just over the last weekend giving out leaflets, we made a, 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 we, we, we heard a lot of positive comments about neutrality. People are actually surprisingly well informed. And uh, yeah, the polls keep showing that the majority of people continue to not only favour neutrality, they prize neutrality. They recognise that it's a, a, almost a unique position uh, for a country to hold. It's the best way to guarantee our safety since we're not in a position to militarily defend ourselves. Uh, but it also allows us to play, as they say, you know, a, a role way, uh, to box above our weight, as it were. Uh, in international forums on the issues of war and conflicts and so on because we bring that unique perspective where our priority is to seek peaceable resolution Mm. to conflict, not to stoke them up. Well, our peacekeepers are renowned as being among the best in the world at what they do and and that's internationally valued. Yeah. You you would tie that into, into neutrality, but 
we're we are militarily neutral, and yes, did we or did we not come right slap bang down on the side of Ukraine over the last twelve or twenty four months? Well, um, I think there's something to be said for that because the invasion by Russia obviously is unacceptable. It's a breach of international law. The Ukrainians, of course, have a right to defend themselves uh, and they're putting up a fight you know, to the Russians. The difficulty, of course, is that NATO have stepped in and turned this into a kind of a proxy war. So now it's effectively Russia versus the West and that is not something that the Irish should become enmeshed no within. no that, that wasn't that wasn't exactly my question my question was if we if we are so if we hold ourselves so tight and bounded to neutrality which look don't get me wrong it's a good thing we hold ourselves tightly to our neutrality and yes we did come down slap bang on the side of Ukraine if we were a truly neutral country we shouldn't have done anything well i disagree with that on two counts um first of all specifically with regard to ukraine to be neutral isn't to be indifferent to what's happening in the world necessarily governments must form opinions and make statements particularly when such an egregious breach of international rules uh, have been broken uh, by the russians in this instance of course the government must say well of course russia must withdraw uh, and ukraine has every but right isn't to, that, to defend uh, itself. You, don't you cease to be neutral the minute you make a comment like that i'm just playing devil's advocate here the minute you the minute you make a comment like that you cease to be neutral well i think obviously governments have to be guarded in their comments but the minute you cease to be neutral is when you start stoking up um the war itself by supplying weapons in the way that the u.s has done now thankfully the irish government uh, uh, cognizant as it is of our policy of neutrality and as much as it doesn't like it nevertheless has realized that it was restrained and that it couldn't um in uh, begin to provide war material we don't so, have them as simple as well that. yeah but nevertheless we, we haven't provided finance either to purchase war material because we are a neutral country so we've made our position clear which is that the russians should withdraw from ukraine mm. the ukrainians have the right to defend themselves but one other thing i think should be said is that uh, uh, the policy of neutrality is an active policy yeah. the government simply can't announce that well we're neutral and don't bother asking us for our opinion on everything you have to actually go out and promote your neutrality and also resist the pressure to drop your neutrality unfortunately what's happened in the past year is that there has been pressure brought to bear on the government they've been accused of being freeloaders and the weak link within europe yeah. and they, I, don't, they I didn't see any accusations that would it not be the case that if we were to change our neutrality if our if our position of neutrality were to change it would have to be done through a referendum so just doesn't interfere here really if the people are asked the people will answer well, um, unfortunately, a referendum isn't required to change neutrality since there's no clause within the Constitution uh, declaring that we are neutral. The government has repeated during the past year that it's just a policy decision. They can change their policy any day they like. In fact, Michal Martin went as far as to say that we wouldn't Could we join need a NATO without a referendum? Well, Michal Martin said we wouldn't need a referendum to join NATO. And I think what's really happened is that the moment the war began... Do you think he wants to, Dominic? Uh, I do, yeah, and I think the moment Why? the war in Ukraine began, well, because I think that the uh, the ruling uh, parties in this country, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael, and particularly Fine Gael, um, believe um, themselves to be um, part of the Western alliance, and that they, they owe something to the, the people that have uh, created the economic miracle uh, that is Ireland. We're talking about the US and the EU, and those people look askance at Ireland to the effect that, well, you know, you've you, you benefited from your involvement in our economic structures, but you won't join 
our military structures. And so they're feeling that pressure. And um, I think they saw an opportunity during the past year to change things. Uh, they announced a year ago that there would be a citizens' assembly on neutrality. This was going to be put up yeah. uh, for question. A year later... There is no citizens' assembly. There's a so-called consultative forum, which is a stitch-up, and now the government. How's it a stitch-up, though? Uh, well, it is because the majority of speakers are pro-NATO. The, the program is being cl- uh, closely examined. There are 11 pro-neutrality activist groups in the country. Only one was asked to send a representative. There's a forum taking place in Cork on Thursday, the government's forum, at which we will be protesting at 8 o'clock in the morning. But we weren't invited to um, go into the forum to give our views as the Cork Neutrality League. So the government thought it would make um, deep inroads into the policy of neutrality, maybe going as far as ditching it but there's been such resistance and the polls continue to support neutrality and in the door the uh, deputies have spoken up and as you say got into uh, a row with me all marting over this and most obviously president michael d higgins has stepped up to say there's been a terrible drift mm. away from Martin. now he did have to pull back a little bit he did have to pull back a little bit on some things he said about no, only on the specific issue of his criticism of dame louise richardson because obviously he objected to the idea that a, a forum on uh, irish security should be chaired and its report written by someone who mm. is uh, ensconced within the british establishment as a dame of the british empire Michael has, a, Michael has a question here. Look, it's, it's a rhetorical question and a, and a hypothetical question, but what would we do if Russia appeared in Cork Harbour and tried to snatch control? What would you suggest we do then? Well, uh, I guess Michael has to answer that question because clearly if Russia, you know, once it managed to get itself out of Ukraine in one piece, then sailed um, up, up the, into Cork Harbour, uh, I guess there's nothing we could do. And, you know, I mean, that's why... We had this policy of neutrality as a way of saying we're too small to defend ourselves mm. militarily, but, you know, we, we do not side with belligerents when wars break out. Something else and on that basis, yeah. you should leave us alone. I mean, so, that's how Switzerland operates. That's how Austria operates. Yeah. Malta. Correct. Switzerland, Austria, Malta, you're right about all those, and we still have a policy of military neutrality. But you know what else cares nothing about neutrality is radiation. A good point. And, you know, uh, that's why the Irish government really should have spent the past year trying to argue for the war to end, because obviously there's a danger that it will go nuclear. We still don't know what the outcome will be. And instead, it spent the, the past year basically standing with NATO, standing with the Americans, supporting this proxy war against the Russians, regardless, indifferent, mm-hmm. it seems, to the, to the threat of nuclear, um, prolifer- mm-hmm. uh, well, nuclear destruction that might mm-hmm. ensue. Okay. Dominic, thank you. It's an interesting conversation. Courts 96 FM.